You're listening to News9 Live podcast. I'm Neha. Relations between India and China have worsened with reports of troops from two sides clashing in the Tawang sector in Arunachal Pradesh on the 9th of December. 30 months after the Galwan incident in 2020, the troops of the two countries reportedly were involved in a physical clash along the line of actual control in the eastern sector, though neither side resorted to the use of firearms. The army in a statement said, the Chinese ingress was, quote, contested by Indian troops in a firm and resolute manner. The face-off led to minor injuries to a few personnel from both sides. After the face-off, both sides immediately disengaged from the area, unquote. According to reports, between 300 to 600 Chinese troops carrying spiked clubs and sticks came to the LAC but did not expect the Indian soldiers to outnumber them. This incident comes after Prime Minister Narendra Modi's meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the G20 summit. What implications will this fresh clash have on India-China relations? Joining me to discuss this in detail is Air Marshal B.K. Murli. Welcome, Air Marshal Murli. Uh, thank you, Oneha. It's uh, good to be with you. So give us a sense of the place where this clash took place, essentially its significance. Chinese soldiers were apparently 300 in number and yet were outnumbered by the Indian troops. What is the object of this provocation by China? Neha, actually, the you know, the incident happened at uh, Yangtze. This is about 35 kilometers northeast of Tawang. Uh, that is actually uh, very close to the line of actual control. Yangtze is a totally hilly area with, uh, you know, uh, with uh, confirmed heights all over. And it is a very picturesque place. And uh, Tawang, you know, uh, a few years, uh, let's say about 10 years ago, was actually a barren place. It's only a totally army controlling that area. Today, it is a bustling with activity. It is, a, you know, famous a tourist attraction for the Indians. There are people from all over uh, the country. They go to Tawang to see the war memorial and then uh, go around and see the beautiful locale. Tawang is about 35 kilometers, uh, like I said, from Yangtze. The most, you know, uh, amazing thing in Neha is the same thing happened on the 8th of October 2021. Same thing. 200 to 300 the Chinese soldiers uh, came pushing in. They came into our territory. They tried to occupy the same height, 17,000 feet high. Our soldiers contested that. They pushed them back. No, absolutely nobody got hurt. They were actually unarmed. And so we were also unarmed. And this incident... Uh, uh, I really don't know, maybe it was played down and uh, right. nobody paid attention to this incident on the 8th November 2021. Right. The same thing has happened one year again, one year later. You know, actually, there have been, uh, the Chinese side has been claiming uh, Arunachal Pradesh, 12 districts of Arunachal Pradesh are south of Tibet. And, uh, you know, whenever our NF, our dignitaries go to uh, Arunachal Pradesh, they, you know, they try to object. This has been going on for a long time. You just see, you just see for yourself. 2017 Doklam, 2020 Galwan, 2022 21 and 22 Tawang. Uh, actually, it is not Sino-Indian relations, Neha. It is what we are doing. What are we doing when we know that Tawang is a very sensitive area? When we know that they are trying to push in, they are this brings me to this question. You know, this is the largest Sino-India clash since Galwan in 2020. Several rounds of talks have happened between India and China since then. Would you say the time for talks is over? 
you know the type of talks were wrong uh, just to give you a few examples there were 22 wmcc talks there right. were 15 demand level talks and uh, uh, you know talks between uh, our external affairs ministers even talks uh, between the leaders of the two countries it has got us nowhere and every time right. the talk is about some small restricted area uh, like you know you please uh, vacate petroleum point 15 you please uh, vacate gogra hot springs you please vacate demchong and depsong you please right. vacate etc uh, uh, etc et but why have we not discussed about the uh, actual line of actual control between the two nations why we have not discussed the fact that there is a perceived uh, lac between the two nations all these years once we you know make them sit and we discuss this issue you know probably there will not be any such uh, you know unwanted incursions from the chinese side right so what impact will these clashes have on the already deteriorating india china relations no it will have a deep impact in fact uh, uh, you know uh, what has happened uh, is definitely unfortunate Uh, the chinese game plan now everybody has understood they are doing salami slicing in arunachal pradesh and they want to occupy major heights exactly like the way they tried doing the you know uh, uh, mini mini kailash in the galwan valley and they want to actually dominate the area so that uh, you know they can actually look be, look down below and then probably our, our troops movement right up to tawang but that is not the only case exactly 150 kilometers east of yangtze there is a place called appan subansri in fact uh, there is a beautiful river running it's a most beautiful locale and it is also rich in mineral resources north of that river they have built two villages of 100 houses each they are they have actually connected that to the mainland through china to through regular metal roads and railroads they are doing mining they are actually getting zinc copper and it appears even gold deposits they have also positioned their very big army pla troops what have we been do what have what are we doing about it in appan subansri area and you know the mla of arunachal pradesh mentioned this in parliament you no know, we have our statement has been no no we are observing them you know we have been observing them for probably god knows how many years but we have not taken that step that is necessary to pin them down and say please sit in front of us let us discuss the lac issue if you don't believe in mcmahon line all right let us draw a new line this is your area this is our area uh, whether it takes uh, 10 meetings or 20 meetings or 100 meetings this is what needs to be done uh, so that they are pinned down otherwise this will continue to happen again and again probably in all the uh, you know friction points uh, along the 3500 kilometers border so sir are you saying that talks are the only way india can really deal with this issue once and for all because you know we have issues with china when it comes to ladakh when it comes to aksai chain and now arunachal too no neha this was all expected you know definitely we cannot uh, resolve this militarily that is uh, very well known because uh, numerically they outnumber us they have more uh, strength aircraft and everything and uh, definitely a limited the conflict or what is uh, in military parlance a calibrated response is really not worth it this has to be uh, sorted out through very clever diplomacy and then uh, it is uh, believed that in 1962 chawen lai 
then the premier of uh, china gave such a uh, you know suggestion to then the prime minister saying that let us make a buffer zone of 20 kilometers on either side and all the complete uh, uh, you know border with uh, between the two countries uh, and nobody will enter uh, armed into this buffer zone and uh, this way we can maintain the peace and prosperity it was rejected by our uh, you know then prime minister and also the uh, cabinet in uh, 1993 we made out a, a, a you know peace and tranquility agreement with china they threw out that uh, you know agreement within one year then again they themselves came forward to uh, establish a mechanism known as wmcc working mechanism and 22 such meetings have taken place you know to sort out uh, uh, the border problems but the border problems have been limited to some friction points uh, you know but the actually the macro level that means please uh, let us demarcate the area macmahon line you don't believe because it was in 19 1859 all right let us demarcate the area very clearly and put it in the maps and uh, you uh, you know keep 20 kilometers away from this demarcated area we will keep away which are the patrolling points all this could have been discussed probably you could have started this long back even today we have not done it you see we are not the only country that china is troubling they are troubling all over in fact they are doing the same thing in senkaku islands then in uh, you know south china sea everywhere in fact uh, we are not the only a country where you know the salami slicing is taking place you will be surprised neha in 2017 we pushed them from the chickenneck in uh, you know doklam they came back they not only came right. back they established four uh, you know villages called pangdo and uh, they came 9 kilometers inside the bhutan territory so whatever we did in 2017 is a waste now today they are legally claiming that as their area they are doing exactly the same thing in ganwad in fact they are not allowing anybody to go beyond the y point in uh, Yeah, Depsang Plains, and the same thing in Jamchak. In fact, they are now trying to legitimize their occupation of these areas. And uh, Arunachal Pradesh, it is a repeat story. And uh, Arunachal Pradesh has been a bone of contention for many years now. But then uh, the only way now to pin them down is get them to the negotiating table, sit across, and then uh, uh, you know uh, probably sort out. Uh, in a very uh, dignified and a gentlemanly way that uh, you know issues between two nations otherwise this will keep on happening uh, and uh, really uh, our uh, soldiers probably will have to do the same thing again and again with the chinese so does this further strengthen the arguments of those who say that china as a country can never be trusted can we trust china after this latest ingress uh, you know the question of trusting china doesn't arise in fact they they have always uh, uh, gone with the you know simple assumption that all chinese are 10 feet tall you cannot go around and telling the entire country entire world that look you are all uh, you know you better be subservient to us so you better accept our uh, debt trap you accept our uh, border road initiative belt and road initiative etc etc so these such things don't work you cannot actually force yourself on some other uh, democracy which they are doing to us they are doing to uh, you know japan canada then australia then taiwan in any case everybody knows so why uh, what is the reason we are 10 feet tall you see that is the mentality of the chinese they can never be trusted and probably the entire world knows that right finally air marshal india has supported russia at the un over the war in ukraine can russia you know which is coming closer to china help in resolving the india china disputes 
you know, actually it is anybody's guess. In fact, this is a question which is in everybody's mind. Will Russia come to our rescue? Uh, like the way they did in 1971 with one telephone call, Alexei Kozakin gave whatever uh, we wanted uh, so that, you know, we could, uh, over, uh, you know, take over, we could liberate Bangladesh. Will they do it again? No, it is anybody's guess. Right now, I don't think uh, China, uh, Russia will take that uh, chance. Even though Russia is today isolated in the world, uh, but uh, China has outrightly supported them. And uh, uh, second thing is today, uh, Russian economy uh, probably to certain extent is uh, uh, you know very happy with what uh, decisions we have taken in in our country. But to uh, you know expect them to come and resolve our issue when they themselves have such a serious issue with uh, Ukraine, with the entire world against them, I don't know whether uh, such a thing will happen. And uh, there is every possibility that China is taking advantage. Today, uh, you know, the entire, all the nations in, you know, under the United Nations umbrella are worried about uh, the uh, Russian invasion. They are not really worried about uh, what China is doing. So China is taking advantage. And in another, uh, you know, uh, small, uh, you know, uh, statement I want to make, Neha, it, a lot of people may not like it, but it is the truth. It is the stark naked truth in our country. Right. When we try to do something good in our country, Neha, there are thousand people to oppose it, and thousand people to degrade it, and thousand people to speak in thousand different languages. China knows that. China knows very well that uh, you know uh, these people. You know they keep fighting the, uh, between themselves. Uh, so we can do whatever we want. Otherwise, why should they uh, come inside Yangtze uh, in the perceived LAC during winter days? China has never done this during winter uh, in uh, either in Arunachal or in all in uh, East Ladakh. Now they are they are not even bothered about the weather in uh, you know in winter in the coldest conditions. They are now taking a chance of uh, capturing that uh, seventeen thousand feet high uh, you know uh, vantage point. So that very clearly shows that. Uh, China thinks that they can do anything and get away with it. And particularly, salami slicing on the Indian soil are what you can call today, they are calling it as a land grabbing. They have become a land grabbing mafia of the world. I'll wrap up on that note. Many thanks, Ayamashal Murli, for joining me on this podcast. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. 